So what I'm hearing is you need me to be don't, like one of those moms on toddlers and tiaras. Absolutely not. Smile. Smile. Absolutely not. I will use. I want to be able to see every one of those fake fucking teeth I in your little misshapen head. I, That's what you're going to win. Little misshapen. I will use my data only sim to fly a drone to your house and shoot nerf darts at your dogs. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Pew pew. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Center on our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. Battery's not needed? Every week, one of us... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Casey, did you just realize that you could possibly have an infinitely powered uh, vibrator? Is that your, your big realization here? That's your hand. <laughs> That's just your hand. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Casey! What's this month's theme? We're either making your childhood dreams or nightmares come true, depending on your phobias, with Living Toys Month. <laughs> I would have loved if my stuffed animals were like, yeah, let's like cut a puddle. But the dolls. Ugh, the dolls. Yeah, very, oh, no. very dependent on the toy. Yeah, very much so. Last week, I kind of stretched the boundaries of this month with Monkey Bone. Jay, you were dead on. What did you bring? Ooh, I went with a classic 1998 Small Soldiers. Yay. Definitely a classic. I remember <laughs> loving it? this movie as a child yeah, when it absolutely. came out. Been a long time since I went back to it. All right, Jay, before we get ahead of ourselves, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your All setup. Right. Uh out of ideas, you have popped into a toy store to get Casey a last-minute Christmas present. Uh, you picked up some weird action figure. Okay. Classy. Uh, you don't know much about it other than you saw that like it can talk, so you figure, hey, maybe you, you'll get on there and record some like dirty pickup lines to make her laugh later. And, you know, you'll, you'll figure <laughs> something out after Christmas. However, this is actually equipped with the next generation AI technology, which is going to allow it to burst out of the box and furiously start hacking away at your angles. Oh, no. So you've got about 10 seconds before this action figure takes you down like a timbered tree and starts tying you up like Gulliver's Travels and the Lilliputians. In the time before that happens, sell us on this movie. What if a corporation bought surplus U.S. military gear to weaponize toys which kidnap, imprison, and attack children? About seven and a half seconds, and <laughs> yeah, as long pretty as they're concise. out of the womb, they can do whatever they want to them. <laughs> I like the what if presentation of it. It made me imagine it as though Stan Lee were presenting this film. Well, Case, <laughs> I didn't know that you had the exact same idea as me, and you had come in the other side of the store and had grabbed a different little soldier that just burst out of its box and is about to take you down so that we're going to fall together. How romantic. In the 10 seconds before you and I go down. Hmm. Oh. Sell us on this movie. 
What if we neutered Puppet Master and instead tried to sell toys at you? And what if we had the most talented actors in the least shown roles? Seven seconds. I'm yeah. so glad you said you like the what if intro, Dave. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. You guys are really on the same wavelength for this. Uh, it's actually a spectrum because I'm, I feel like I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum as Jay with this film. Oh, is this like horseshoe theory? Like you guys so yes. far left and right that you've come back around to the same point? Yes. Enough with horseshoe theory. Let's go over the movie that shitty cinema watched. Big corporation Globotech acquires a Heartland toy company to produce the next generation of toy. Action figures that play with you. Since they're, of course, dirty capitalists. Instagram's trying to sell me those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not want them. Different kind. Different kind, Case. Since they're dirty capitalists, this means the demand for profit overrules all other things. You know, like concerns about safety or timing or testing or maybe thinking twice about acquiring experimental military microprocessors that are weapons as basis for toys. Still relevant. Ah, whatever. It's fine. you, You can put bomb stuff in kids stuff. It's okay. Kids love bombs. Kids it's love them. They're this begging is a PSA for fireworks. From That's all fireworks are. It's we true. are definitely um, fireworks experts, and kids love bombs. Meanwhile, Alan Abernathy is a teenager running his father's toy store while his father's on a business trip to uh, somewhere. Doesn't matter. Uh, Toyland. Buying sex somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he is buying sex somewhere. <laughs> I'm not shaming him. His family knows it. It's an open secret. I'm everything should be consensual and all, but like dad's gotta leave. Quarterly. Did you just do what he's gotta do? I'm not I am fucking shaming it. In the film, this kid says that he's regularly out of school because he has to run his father's business. If that's to support a sex addiction. Well, it's a medical condition. Yeah. What's mom doing? Does mom, I can't remember. Does mom have employment in this? I hope not. (laughs) 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 She's busy. (laughs) She's a stay-at-home mom for a kid who can't go. (laughs) We all have aspirations. That's mine. Bullying the toy truck delivery driver, Allie gets a few of the new toys to sell. The commando elites and their enemies, the Gorgonites. Commandos are pretty banal G.I. Joe type soldiers. And the Gorgonites are basically like mm, ugly He-Man aliens. That's how I'd describe them. So why did the commandos then want to just kill them? They just... uh... Yeah, because they're ugly aliens. The ugly aliens are the bad guys. Yeah, we can't get to know people. Ew. Alan turns the toys on, and the commandos quickly set about exterminating the Gorgonites, trashing the toy shop in the process. When Alan learns that it was the toys that trashed his father's shop, he befriends the lead Gorgonite, which is named Archer. And the commandos end up learning of this, and they capture Archer, but Alan intervenes before the commandos can off him. Returning to the shop, Alan learns that the Gorgonites weren't killed off, but went into hiding, which is what they're programmed to do, apparently. Meanwhile... The head commando, who's called Major Chip Hazard, learns that Alan has a thing for his neighbor, Christy. Oh, ooh la la. So they invade her home and take her captive. We put in the fridge a girlfriend. We remove from the fridge a motivation. Jay, you cannot just steamroll over one of the best parts, which is how they capture Christy. 
they turn all of her <laughs> knockoff Barbies into like converted super soldier bots using like shit in her house and one dead dude's head. You can take one chip and just turn them all into super soldiers, I guess. Alan frees Christy and she uses a baton to bash her way through the toys because, you know, they're toys. You can just kick them. <laughs> Yeah, it's better to have a distance, like a melee weapon when it comes to that, you know? Making it outside, the commandos give chase on action figure-sized Mad Max vehicles, like flamethrowers and shit. It it was very (laughs) cool in 1998. It was. If you're a kid, you'll like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Christy jumps her sweet moped, eventually ramping a river that kills all the commandos chasing after her. Almost all the commandos, Dave. Dun, dun, dun. Chip Hazard survives. He floats down a river and winds up just happenstance at the factory where they produce the commandos. So he hijacks a truck full of more elite commandos and launches a full-scale assault on Alan and Christie's home and their family. Fortunately, there's a way to defeat these commandos. See, even though their chips were developed for the military, they're still damaged by electromagnetic pulses. I mean, yeah, they're they're electronic. Pretty much all electronics are damaged by an EMP, right? Sure, I mean, there's, like, some nuance, but generally speaking, semiconductors are, in fact, sensitive to EMP blasts. And the right. humans fight their way through the commandos to overload a couple of transformers, and they end up using Christie's home as an EMP generator. Fine. Okay. <laughs> all right, so can we, like... Uh, can we, like, take the plastic satellite dish off of Christie's house and use it to protect the Gorgonites? Absolutely not. Well, fuck you. We're doing it in the movie anyways. <laughs> this way, the Gorgonites survive and all the commandos die off. Globotech comes in and just kind of pays everyone to shut up and move on with their lives. But Alan smuggles the Gorgonites out. He sets them free on the river and they get to go find their fictional, non-existent homeland. And presumably just, like, sink immediately around the next bend in the river. This is kind of a dark way to end a movie. I hope they're waterproof. They're definitely not. In 1998? They're a toy sold in stores for $80 in 1998. Like, that's... That's a lot of money, though, in 1998. These chips were presented as having machine learning running on them, right? They... They say yeah. actual intelligence. The the programmer that they buy them from goes absolutely nuts. He molds on them and just yells at them that it has actual intelligence. It's not artificial. I loved how angry he was <laughs> about that. It was, uh, I'd love to just see this man angrily yell in a philosophy debate about what the difference between actual and artificial intelligence is then. (laughs) I think I would believe him, whatever he said, just because he's mad enough. There's nothing wrong with the chip. It's your programming. (laughs) Okay, but how many times have you guys said a similar thing working in IT? It's not the computer. It's you, asshole. Well, I mean, that's fair. It usually is. And by that, I mean me. The asshole. <laughs> okay, yes, absolutely. Like, I understand the sentiment that, I, that he's going for. However, if this is, in fact, military hardware, which you can give any core directive, and it will endlessly enhance its ability to execute thereof, Yeah. and this man has programmed in no limitations whatsoever to it, 
to the point that within 48 hours, it's murdering children to execute its prime directive. David Cross tried to warn him. How many he times knew. does he have to tell us? Listen, when David Cross looks worried, listen to him. Have we learned nothing? <sighs> David Cross is the engineer who originally designed the Gorgonite toys and realistically should be way in over his head. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, he makes action figures. The fuck does he know about <laughs> military AI? Right. And also, if you're hearing this and going, oh, man, David Cross is in this, that's worth something. It is, and it's 1998. We didn't know how funny he was collectively as a society yet, yes. and we didn't let him do any of that shit. Also, file that under the best actors got the least amount of screen time. Mm, who would you say are the best actors? Not the toys, and they were okay. on screen so much, <laughs> and I just, I so I saw this in theaters, yeah, as a child, and yeah. I did not enjoy it when the first time I saw it. Oh God! Because you were a bad kid. I enjoyed Meet Joe Black a lot more that year. Brad fucking Pitt mm, okay. eating peanut yeah. butter. I like don't. His life fucking depends on. It. <laughs> <laughs> so. I wasn't with you in that moment, but I understand the paths that we were both separately walking. Hey, how do you think the special effects held up? Honestly, overall, they were pretty solid, I think. Yeah. I don't know I, how this was done. There were moments I felt like where I'm like, eh, but I, yeah, I definitely. think you guys are right. Overall, I was like, okay, that's not nearly as bad as it could have been. Yeah, for a movie with a lot of special effects shots in it, like it, it mostly stars animated toys. Um, there's a and lot. There's a of lot them more CGI than there is puppetry. I think. I I don't know if it was CGI or puppetry, but it overall Both. looked pretty good. They they relied a, a bit uh, more on CGI than they had initially intended, and I think the CGI holds up pretty well. I agree that there's some moments like they get a little stuttery sometimes, but because they're also toys. They don't need a range of motion, and being a bit artificial makes it feel more natural. That's true. That's definitely true. And uh, I think that's also something that was kind of kept in mind as they were probably plotting out the movie um, in the shots that they were going to use. Lessons from the past. Uh, having more limitations, sometimes they designed to those limitations, and shit ended up looking better rather yeah. than just doing whatever you want and hoping that the computers can make it look good later. I was going to say worse than like, I felt like the animation was really good. Some of the practical effects looked really bad. Like when Kirsten <laughs> Dunst jumps her scooter, her moped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it looked like fucking E.T. landing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was just like, what? E.T. is exactly what I thought. Oh, like, that's not how floats. gravity works. And then it, it cocks back so that it lands nice and softly. Yeah, E.T., I, I flashed back to the James Bond movie when he jumped a car over a river and they literally put in a slide whistle sound effect. <laughs> in one of the old ones, right? Yeah, yeah, one of the old ones. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I I would love it, though, if in one of the Daniel Craig super serious Bonds they had had one jump where they just added in a. <laughs> no, I was going to say a Pierce Brosnan one, because no matter what, you're not going to say shit about it to him. He's Pierce Brosnan. He's fucking cool. What can you say bad about him as Bond? Mm. 
right? Have just like one scene where he just wears a red clown nose throughout the whole Never part of it. Never addresses it. No one ever addresses it. <laughs> one scene in one movie in his whole career where he just like <laughs> looks at the camera a la office style of breaking the foot. Never talks, but just like <laughs> when someone says something ridiculous, just be like. <laughs> Listen, the only good characters in this movie were girls. All the girl yeah. characters yes. were badass. Everybody else fucking sucked. Yeah. 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 The Wendy dolls were the best toys. Yeah. The Wendy dolls were the best toys. Bill Hartman's Um, wife was the best wife. She's still tripping. Um, He accuses Alan of drugging her when the toys really like flipped a couple pills in her gin and tonic. Okay. Yeah, but you can't (laughs) just steamroll that case. Fucking movie. (laughs) Just. She's still tripping. Your son yeah. okay. drugged my wife. Let's right, yeah, and, no, that, let's... and that was a brilliant line because I laughed my ass off. I don't know if that makes her best because Ellen's mom bats She's away flaming, uh, flaming tennis balls back to the commandos. That's pretty badass. So she's the most badass. Phil Hartman's wife is the funniest. Oh, I see. I see. All right, but you can't just run away from the fact that that the commandos the dolls the toys the toys in the movie go and sneak up into the medicine cabinet and grab prescription medication sleeping pills and launch them into the booze unbeknownst yes it's her prescription phil hartman drinks some too and goes out for a minute just not as long just not as long and then when they both come to she finds her next door neighbor's son in her house and she accuses him of having put the drugs in her drink because if you find your next door neighbor's child in your house as well as one of their toys, it's natural to accuse the kid (laughs) of the thing before you do the toy. Right. Right. The first one who didn't fall asleep. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, you're the only one not unconscious? It was you! (laughs) It was you! Right. I want to see that that day where Casey's walking over to the next-door neighbor's house like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, you, me, and this He-Man need to have a fucking conversation. (laughs) Oh, and your kid was in my house, too. I don't know what that was about, but this... Us three, we need to talk. I just wish it, I wish it felt a little more action league now. <laughs> I feel like it could have really used that and yeah, kind of leaned more. If yeah, you're going to sure. go with the more PG rather than PG 13 feel, then you got to get a little more silly. Yeah, that, that it's one of the stress points of this movie, I think, coming back to it so many years later, is that we are presented with these toys, and they're supposed to be threats to, uh, at one point, a cast of, I think, seven human figures. I want to say nine. Was it nine? Yeah, I think they had nine. nine people trapped inside the house. Yeah. Um, I, uh, which are mostly adult human beings, and yet the weapons of these toys are like they shoot thumbtacks with a rubber band. Well, also sh- shooting nails nail out guns. and like right. flaming mini CDs, which I was like, I'm a 
remember those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, and yes, there absolutely was like there was there was uh, a Mad Max car driven by one of them that had a nail gun. They had like circular a saws. Chainsaw. But there, right? There was just a wild imbalance in the threat level of these fucking little toys. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It kind of felt like um, what was that? Stephen King cocaine dream with Emilio Estevez in the sweaty trucks. Maximum overdrive. This kind of had a maximum overdrive feel. With the, <laughs> yeah. You know, like when the yeah. electric knife came alive. Like, they were kind of getting creative with their weapons. <coughs> I don't know. I. It's still, while I wasn't ever feeling anxious watching this movie, the scariest part of in the back of my mind was like, it's, uh, it could almost be seeing Puppet Master, and I fucking hated those movies <laughs> as a kid. Mm. I'm sure going back to them, I'd be fine, but as a kid, I was like, no, no, gotcha, absolutely right. gotcha. not. Like, Even the fuzzy one is evil. No, I can't believe that, or I'm not going to sleep tonight. All right, like, here's a question. So the because the central premise of the movie is that the 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 super soldier toys will do anything to get better at their central programming of killing the gorgonite toys right right, right. and then we learn that they can pretty easily cobble the cobble together the technology to apply the same sentience to a fucking barbie doll yes why didn't they just go to like jc penny and grab a fucking mannequin and start upgrading to human size oh my god dave you're an evil genius that's a great fucking question dave probably because mannequins are so brittle that's fair but like they have the ability to apply this to apparently literally fucking anything okay, of roughly the right touch shape it or accidentally bump into it it's on the ground Okay, True. can I if they grab one of those really cool, really expensive Optimus Primes, can they do that and will it still be able to transform? Oh. Can we leave Michael Bay out of it? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Then I hope so. I yeah, want him right? strapped to the helm. God, that would have been much cooler. Like what if they would have went out and plugged that thing into something much more dangerous? Right, I mean, I'm just saying make it dangerous i'm just saying we could have had so much more fun with this now that we have the ability to bring any toy to life in this way like imagine if they'd done that to a teddy bear just a normal ass teddy bear but suddenly now it's murderous how cute is that <laughs> oh it would get me for sure what about the the commandos or the gorgonites was there there anyone that stuck out to you or anyone that you really liked Who was i your remember favorite? I remember really liking the Gorgonites and especially the main character of Archer when this movie came out. Uh, I don't right. fucking know. Yeah, I don't fucking know why now. It's just. <laughs> you know, um, God, who did the voice acting of the, the main soldier? Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. For yeah. Um, Major Ship Hazard. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones as Major Chip Hazard was great from a voice performance, but yeah, that's that's really it. But it's Tommy Lee Jones. Of course it's great. Was it great? Yeah, I was going to ask that, too. I mean, he he said all the words properly. <laughs> he enunciated. <laughs> but it's just like... 
you got to put a little extra oomph in it because we can't see that expression that sells it. I I felt like I always got that out of Tommy's performance. I did not from any of the other soldiers uh, and from any of the Gorgonites except for maybe like two lines out of the main one, Archer. Uh, there there was not really any anything great from either the I guess yeah let's let's call that the knock on the CGI zero fucking character out of any of the CGI characters. Um, yeah. I do not like that all of the soldiers except for like a couple had like evil clownish grins where their whole like wow face right? was a mouth where I'm like mm mm. Brick for me was the most uncomfortable. Yeah, did not like the character design on all of the supposed hero characters in these toys. They had these creepy grins on them. But 1998, it's not unreasonable. Right. Like, we're, we're in the eras. Right. We're in the eras of Spawn. We're a couple years out from mm. Twisted Metal. Yeah. Like there is a design going around right now that this fucking fits. When Major Chip Hazard takes Nick Nitro's dead body and pops his head off and then pulls the flesh off like rubber and there's the the Terminator looking skeleton with the gold tooth. That was that was a little creepy. Yeah, yeah. strangely uncomfortable strangely uncomfortable to watch a CGI toy pull the skin off another yeah. CGI toy. Yeah. He's that not Fremen. He's not gonna drink him. <laughs> He's just <laughs> not even gonna be his same essence he's just like we really need this part i mean he kind of does in that sense like it's not water that's useful to them it's the chip that's true yeah it's just a lot for a movie aimed at like 12 year olds i think just like sticking in the haze these are some of the horrors of war i mean maybe they need to know i don't know if you were wigged out by that as a kid, <laughs> you probably didn't go into the military, I bet. These, hang on, these are one of the horrors of war that you may be required to tear open your compatriot's head <laughs> to clone him into, like, a Barbie doll. To survive if you had to eat a, a teammate? Case, how much have you thought about this already? Like, before... Before All today, I do is listen to the horrors of what human beings do, uh, do to other humans' bodies, be dead or alive. <laughs> this is not. Now, listen, if you're in a situation where you're forced to cannibalize someone, you might think you want to start out on the thigh meat. False. You need utensils, you need plateware. <laughs> if you start this out right, you're going to save yourself time all the way down. Oh, my God. Who has time to meal prep these days? <laughs> Thanks, HelloFresh. <laughs> Sponsor us. HelloFresh. We'll send you a footnote. We'll cooler keep if you implying subscribe. you support cannibalism until you sponsor us. <laughs> Does HelloFresh do well? <laughs> they yeah, must they because they sponsor probably. everyone who isn't us <laughs> we haven't reached out to them in any way but still fuck you i couldn't believe as a toy keeper's son alan immediately opens the toys that he's going to be reselling 
I know, right? <laughs> I was just like, dude, you must be really good at opening without making it look right. like it was. Right. He's that, you could right. be on that, some black market shit and make more money than that fucking store. He's that second generation shit. Disrespectful of what's been built before him. Dave, I know that you hate Dennis Leary. God. Dennis Leary has the cringiest line in the entire movie. At the I, end, where he comments about the the events in the movie. Too bad. This would be hell of a commercial. Har, har, har. Because it is a fucking commercial for the toys. I do. It's not that I hate Dennis Leary. It's that I hate what Dennis Leary is in movies. In That, <laughs> that character. Uh, yes. Can I push As, back with if. You and Dennis Leary had the same amount of time to get ready for a boxing match right now. He would kill you. He he very much would kill me. Yeah, okay. absolutely. But so you know what? He starts yelling. Right. I'm not I'm not in any way saying that I could take Dennis Leary in single combat. No, um, I'm just saying that I find his shtick wearying because I lived through the 90s and had to experience it. Look, if you think. That Hollywood is shoving an agenda down your throat. I just want you to know that they used to take all of that energy and compress it down. And out of that fury emerged the form of Dennis Leary. And every time <laughs> he appears in a movie, there's a big countdown clock that appears above his head. That is just time yeah. till he does a Dennis Leary rant thingy. And it lasts like three minutes in this movie. He lasts he cannot last long at all before he has to just spew his shit all over this movie. I can't wait to isolate that footage <laughs> of you saying that. I'm not going to misuse it, I promise. Wait a second. I have a question. Why was Alan banned from buying war toys? What his happened? Father. I. He 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 was not banned. Well, uh, it was for his father's toy shop. His father did not want to have any yeah. war toys in his shop because oh, he wanted I to run. There was some kind of fucking incident with his oh, kid no. in like a while. No. I was like, where is that story? It's so unspeakable. It's the elephant in the room of all of their conversations. <laughs> That's why it's so tense between them. Is that no. why he was in rehab or whatever he said? Yeah. No, 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 no. Alan's dad just runs one of those toy stores that's like, we're only we we only have educational toys. And like, I remember those toy stores. They fucking suck. All right, Casey, I think it's time. We're going to start with you. 1998 Small Soldiers. Would you watch it again? Some of the best parts of this movie were Kirsten Dunst murdering the shit out of toys with like a baton yes running over them yes. with a lawn mower <laughs> yes. she had such joy on her face and i was really getting claudia vibes and loving every second of it like yes murder the shit out of them feed your hate um but other than that i feel like everybody else's performance except for phil hartman's was kind of phoned in and the pace, I don't know. I I cannot put my finger on what I don't like about this movie, but it just is the worst for me. No, I would not watch Small Soldiers again. Oh, Dave, how about you? Can you say something nice? Can you say something nice for once about this movie? <laughs> would you watch Small Soldiers again? 
I I definitely can say something nice. I I think I I definitely can say something nice. I don't know if they still make movies this hyper targeted anymore that are shooting for like okay, we want this age range with the action figures and this age range with the like preteen to early teen romance. Right. You know, do they do they make that kind of movie anymore? I don't know. I don't know. And but I think if you're in either of those demographics, this will still probably mostly hold up for kids that play with action figures. The action figures look good. Um, but for me, coming back to it in 2022, there's nothing left for me here anymore. And I think I shattered whatever nostalgia I had for this film by coming back to it at this point. I really should not have. Uh, no, there's no reason for me to watch this again. I, I It's just not that fun. And, yeah, like you said, nobody's yeah. performance is all that great other than a few moments from Phil Hartman. Um, and, yeah, Kirsten Dunst, the only one who I am on board with their behavior. Of course you get the lawnmower and just drive over them. Of course. You go, girl. Uh, Jay, how about you? You chose this. You brought it upon us this week. So, 1998, Small Soldiers, would you watch it again? I really was impressed at how well the puppetry and CGI stood up over time. Small Soldiers looks far better than it has any right to be, and it has an amazing cast of people in other movies, not really in Small Soldiers. It doesn't really have a tone it sort of asks big questions and never comes back to them it wants to be pg-13 it wants to be pg at times and that pulls it away i think if they could have gotten it more focused so that small soldiers was just a pg-13 film and got a little dark and edgy i could have really came back and enjoyed it but instead they tried to just sell toys and appeal to that and we got what we watched so no i also will not be watching small soldiers again so that's it the verdict is in zero out of three of us will watch small soldiers again but why don't you guys give it a watch and let us know what you think um maybe we're crazy or maybe we subjected you to something that you shouldn't have watch it with fresh uh, eyes and say don't don't disagree with this quite yet before you watch it with fresh eyes or if you got kids watch it with them yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fuck it. It'll shut them up for a while. Dave, what do we have going on next week? All right. Well, I'm not sure if it entirely fits the brief because in the movie, they're not actually living toys, but it's definitely a genre and a, a brand that has a lot of goddamn toys for it. Next week, we are going to be experiencing the voice acting talents of Mr. Ryan Reynolds as he voices the titular character in Detective Pikachu. I have no idea what this is about. I just know that it exists. Yeah, I just started playing my first Pokemon game ever a week ago. So... Congratulations. I've you only know. played Pokemon Snap. Well, we'll just have to wait till next week to see if I hate Pikachu in this movie as much as I hate him in Smash Brothers. In the meantime, follow us on social, Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Instagram at kc.cinema, Patreon slash shittycinema, or shittycinema.com. Check the show notes if you didn't catch all that. And in the meantime, let's turn off the lights, lock our doors, and hope that some of Mommy's toys don't get micro-tripped. <laughs>